Bong. The next train will be a bit late due to an ongoing passenger incident. Aww. Whether you call Bris Vegas home or are planning a trip to the River City, this is the podcast that will help you plan the ultimate bluey day out. <laughs> the best of Brisbane for real life. This is Bluey's Brisbane with Justin and Lou. Justin and I have just turned up outside one of the biggest shopping centres here in Brisbane CBD, but we all know it as where Alfie got dropped off. Good luck on your first day of work, Alfie. You're going to do great, trust me. How do you know I won't mess it all up? You won't. Just do your best and be as helpful as you can. Okay, Mum. But for something else that is a little bit of a surprise that's nearby, we're going to go check out something to do with trains. Train arriving! Thank you. Train's leaving! An unexpected way to do a bluey day out has been with the Cross River Rail Experience Centre. We've come down to check out some of the winter school holiday fun activities that are on offer down here with the entrance off Elizabeth Street and I'm here with Russ. Hey, it's great to be with you. Russ, tell us what you do here with Cross River Rail Experience Centre. Oh, well, look, the Experience Centre has been designed uh, as, a, as an information centre about the Cross River Rail project. So it's a place where people can come and get their get their questions answered, they can learn more about the project and understand um, how the project works. But because the project is a, a, a new underground railway line, a brand new underground railway line going under Brisbane, um, we sort of ended up making it really, really sort of interactive and immersive. So you can uh, you can find out how we dig tunnels, why we dig tunnels the way we do, what are the train stations going to look like in the future, how are they going to operate. Um, you can find out uh, the science that sits behind all, all the engineering, but also you can learn a lot about Brisbane and you can learn a lot about how cities work and stuff like that. So it's become really popular with with people of all age groups, um, but in particular uh, we find with, with, with school kids, school groups and people who visit during the school holidays. Now look, we've always talked about the Bluey Day Out and that Brisbane is like a theme park for Bluey. Um, Because the US listeners of our podcast are always asking us, where's the theme park that we can go to? This is almost like a little microcosm as um, an experience centre, but also sort of theme park-like because there's lots of different things that are hands-on. We've seen the chairs, as I'm going to call them. I want to throw it over to you to give you the headlines. Tell us about what's happening in these four chairs. Okay, so look, yep, out of town visitors absolutely love the experience centre. So, um, so it turns out when you need to explain to people uh, what a new underground railway line and some new underground railway stations are going to look like, and uh, A, they don't exist yet, and B, even when they do exist, they're going to be underground, um, you need to visualise them. So what we've done is we've built them as, as digital environments. Um, so we've put all of them into a digital Brisbane. So we've created a virtual Brisbane, and through our virtual Brisbane, there is a, uh, a virtual railway line, and um, there are uh, the virtual train stations. So the chairs that you speak of are, are, we call it the VR station, the virtual reality station. So you can sit in the chair, you can pop a VR headset on, you can spawn yourself to anywhere you care um, in, in, in Brisbane, and then you can take a walking tour around train stations that don't exist yet, but um, also you can fly because you're in the virtual reality. So you can do all sorts of interesting things you, you couldn't normally do. Um, you can get up on top of buildings, you can run around <laughs> down streets, you can pretty much go, go crazy and, and, and run amok. So um, it's a really great way to, to, to learn more about the project, but it's also just heaps of, heaps of fun. Um, and we've got four. So um, four people can uh, do virtual reality at the same time. And we have little TV screens behind so that everybody else can see what that person's seeing. 
There's so much more here than than infrastructure. So, I mean, there's the science, there's machines, and I'm just finding that fascinating. We're going to get onto that in a second. But there's this wonderful layer of history that you've got here. And I'd love to hear more about how did you guys go about creating images of the past? Because it's not just about, ooh, weather TBM, and that's tunnel boring machine for all those at home, uh, where they are at the moment in the project or, you know, how all of that works. But there's more about actually what was the Albert Street station, for example, where we are, um, where, where we're adjacent. What was that like back in 1819? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm glad you asked. So we, 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 we always knew that we needed to be able to understand and honour and appreciate the cultural heritage of, of the station site. So if you're going to build a bit of infrastructure straight through or in our case, straight under a city and you're going to have these train stations popping up, then you, you need to you need to be mindful about the, 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 the history and, and the background. So we uh, discovered that um, uh, a guy called Brett Levy um, had created a thing called Virtual Songlines. And Virtual Songlines is a, is, is a different virtual Brisbane. It's a virtual Brisbane as it was in 1819. So 1819 is prior to any colonial settlement and he's, he's built this virtual Brisbane to, to, to make sure that we can capture and understand and explore Brisbane's cultural heritage. So uh, his world is richest and most detailed at our station locations. Um, and what that means is, is that you're able to, when you're in the virtual reality, you're able to go forward in time to when these new train stations will exist, but also go back in time to 1819. So what we, t what we say to the, to the school kids who visit is say, you're going to come to the centre and you're going to learn about travel, but you're also going to travel through time and you're going to travel forwards in time to the future and you're going to travel back in time to understand uh, the, the origins and the, and the cultural heritage through a First Nations perspective. So what you see when you do that at, at our station locations is you get an understanding of who would have travelled through that area, what kind of cultures and traditions would have, would have gone on, what kind of ceremonies. Um, and then obviously, we can we can fill in the gap so basically we can then sort of go okay well let's get from 1819 to current day so each of the station locations so albert street as an example absolutely fascinating so albert street um in the in the early years of post-colonial settlement was called frog's hollow it's actually a swamp it's quite swampy here frog's hollow sounds kind of nice frog's no hollow. offense albert <laughs> street but frog's hollow yeah. frog's hollow and um, frog's hollow was where the uh the chinese uh, settlers who'd come out to work in the gold fields uh, i believe when the gold started to run out in the gold fields came back towards into the city and this is where they first settled so it was uh, brisbane's first chinatown mm. um it was also a red light district <laughs> um, it was all happening at frog's hollow it was all happening it? at frog's hollow indeed um, and like you've got a shoe so you'd go to the cobbler Yep. Yes, there were brothels. Yes, yes there was the opium dens. <laughs> and that was just three shops walk and you haven't even got to the end of the street. So there's just an incredible sort of, you know, microscopic view of it was all happening down at Frog's Hollow. What are some of your favourite um, artefacts that you've got from those sort of time periods? So, so to be honest with you, the, this is the, we're, we're very lucky. If you if you're building an underground railway line, you get to dig some big holes. You get to dig some big holes. You get to find some stuff. So, um, out at Wollongabba, um, when we first, which was the first site that we excavated, we found all sorts of like just just everyday ephemera of like mid to to late 1800s life: perfume bottles, um, uh, inkwells, um, shoes, like you say, you know, bits of bits of. Leather 
leather. Um, so that was that was really great. It's a real sort of window into how people people live their life. So that was really exciting. Here at Albert Street, um, we basically excavated what had previously been the the, the Orient Hotel. Um, so we found sort of um, Chinese uh, pottery with the Four Seasons motif. A lot of uh, Chinese overseas visitors who come to the centre get get really excited. We found Chinese currency dating back to the 1600. We found clay pipes. We found opium picks. Um, <laughs> we found all sorts of racy bits and pieces. But my my app my favourite is actually from where we excavated the northern tunnel portals up near Victoria Park in another part of Brisbane, where we found a cannonball. A cannonball, a real cannonball, fired, we believe, by the uh, what was called the Brisbane Militia, which was a, a, an early um, armed force here in, 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 in Brisbane. Don't know whether it was a wayward shot. Someone sort of pointed the cannon in the wrong direction because we only found the one. Um, but yeah, um, we weren't expecting that. So yeah, I'm, I'm all for the cannonball. Look, I wasn't expecting weapons of mass destruction from the 18-somethings, nor the, the, the drugs or the sex. But there we are on Blue East Brisbane. We're covering all the bases with rail civil infrastructure. I love it. Hey, look, tell me about tunnel boring machines and the science of it. You've had to dig through almost 6Ks of stuff because, boy, it's an interesting sort of uh, geological mess to get through in that 6Ks. How do you go ahead and do that, just shove a tunnel boring machine into the earth and go go that way for 6Ks? Oh, look, this is one something that people really enjoy learning more about. So the tunnel boring machines are just, they're just phenomenal. So uh, to give you an idea, so you, you lower them into the ground. So you dig a big hole, you lower these tunnel boring machines, and they're like a big, long cigar. They're sort of, they're 165 metres long. Okay, yeah, that's a right. very long machine. Okay, and okay. at the front they've got a, a cutter head, seven seven meters in, in in diameter, and basically that's the bit that does the boring. So that bores forward. The earth that it's eating comes through the machine, goes out the back end. <laughs> It's like a mechanical worm. It's just like a mechanical worm, exactly what it's like, onto a conveyor belt system, and it goes back along the tunnel that the machines just dug until it gets back to the big hole where the tunnel boring machines were lowered in, and then it's taken away. Now, as it goes, incredibly clever machines, it lines the tunnel with concrete segments. So the front end's doing the digging, the back end of these machines is doing the lining. So they push six concrete segments, make a single concrete ring. And our yeah, twin wow. tunnels, there's two tunnels because you have to have one tunnel for each train to go in each direction. Our twin tunnels are lined with 27,000 separate concrete segments. Okay. Yeah. And each of those segments knew exactly where it was going to be placed along the tunnel path. Yep. So they all get loaded into the machine in order. There's a special little uh, truck that drives along the tunnel to add the concrete segments into the back of the machine so it can carry on carry on going. So it's just a phenomenal phenomenal feat of engineering. And we're talking about being sort of in order of 30 to 40 metres down under, under Brisbane. So it's as deep as anyone's ever tunnelled under Brisbane. Yes, that's been actually fascinating because we do have some underground tunnels which are for just cars only. That's right. But Cross River Rail is just another level. Yes, we're, 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 we're further down. So people often say, oh, what about the underground car parks? And, 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 you know, what about the underground infrastructure? And we're like, yeah, we're not too worried about that. We were, we were, a, we were a way further down than that. And um, as the engineers always point out to me, it's because we're crossing under a river and it's a good idea to get far enough down before you cross under the river. Otherwise, it really is, you're yes. you're going to get wet. <laughs> and like we've got lots of Lego here. There's lots of hands-on activities for kids, but just even the way that you're describing that, because as I'm talking, I'm staring at a lot of the, you know, visual materials you've got here. Those concrete segments that you're describing that the TBMs are, are constructing as they go, it really is 
a Lego set in a way, isn't it? It is. It's, 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 it's giant Lego on, on, on steroids. And yes, and you can build your own mini TBM. Um, we've even made a Lego movie, which is displayed on our screens here. It was pretty cool. It was all, yeah. about, all, about, the tunnel, all about the tunnel boring machines. Um, but yeah, um, fun fact, uh, tunnels, uh, there's a reason why tunnels are circular. Okay, which we we have a, a video sequence here that we that we show to the to the kids because it evenly distributes the pressure. Of so course. So if, if you built yes. a square tunnel or a triangular tunnel, um, yeah. then it wouldn't be as robust. Yep. Um, so yeah, so then you're in the business of curves. And once you're in the business of curves, it's it's a tricky business. So uh, uh, like I say, the, the sort of the engineering and the detail that that that, that goes into it. All of the concrete segments were uh, were produced uh, near Brisbane. At a, at a massive concrete pre-casting facility, and they were all laid out on a huge, huge yard. So if you come into the centre, there's a bit of footage there that shows you what what they all look like before they were brought to the to the to the to the work sites yep. and taken down down into the ground. So it was it took us a year it took us a year to dig and line the tunnel. So it was a big job. And you guys broke through um, end of last year. That's right. You've been putting down train tracks. When will we actually get to travel in the tunnels? Okay, so at the moment we're hoping to be constructed within 2024. So we'll get the majority okay. of construction um, within 2024. You then have to have like a, a, a sort of a period of testing and, and commissioning, very important. Um, and that can take quite quite some time because you've got to integrate this rail line back into all the other rail lines and you've got to make sure it all works and it's it's new technology for Brisbane. Um, we've got things like platform screen doors that, that the trains line up with the screen doors down in the underground stations. Um, so we're, uh, uh, the idea is if we can to have first services that the public could travel on within 2025, but obviously right now, COVID, war in Ukraine, um, severe weather events. You know, we're uh, we're just we're just keeping an eye on those things at the moment. So we're just we're yes. just uh, we're just seeing how we go for the time being. Happy with progress so far, but we can't lie. It's 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 difficult to build through these times. And look, in the meantime, too, if you are travelling to Brisbane, you can come and experience it here. So even if the funny thing or the ironic thing is, we can probably just catch a train here to come to an experience centre all about rail. So we're going to tell you a little bit more about how you can get here and other things that you can do while you're here to have a bluey day out. But Russ, I'm going to throw this over to you. I'm an, an ex-rail girl myself. It's something we used to discuss in the office about the mystique of trains. People love rail. There's just not the same amount of love as there is for buses, not even planes. And let's just actually admit they are just suspended in the air. They're not even on a track. You'd think planes would have a bit more mystique about it. But why do kids and adults alike love trains? Oh, look, I think trains, trains are just an adventure. Okay, you know, you go to the station, the the train pulls in, you get to see uh, Brisbane through a through from a different perspective, you know. So you you heading along the rail lines different to heading along the road you drive um, every day. I think it's got a bit of theatre, you know, up in and out of the station. I, and I love the idea. I love underground stations because uh, they're going to be big. These underground stations they're going to be 30, 40 meters down in the ground. They're going to be nearly 300 meters long. They're going to be several escalator rides to get up to surface, and then you're going to pop out in a bit of Brisbane that previously you could not pop out in. So like you say, being able to just suddenly appear at Albert Street and be a short walk from Botanic Gardens, the new Queens Wharf, Brisbane Resort, um, Queen Street Mall, Eagle Street, all of those things. Um, you know, it's gonna be, it's really exciting. So the idea that you, you hop on a train somewhere out in the suburbs and then you hop off your train and pop out right in the middle of the CBD is just, just pretty exciting, isn't it? Yeah, I think you've captured it. There's, there is an adventure with it. And I think even if you're just pushing, you're relaxing 
bouncing chair pretending to be a train in your living room when your bingo, who's a vet who has to get her kids dropped off at childcare on time and get to before the polar bear eats her mum at the, you know, veterinary surgery. What happened? The polar bear escaped! He didn't like how I tickled him! He's on the loose and he's cranky! There's no episode called buses. There's no episode even necessarily called planes. It's called trains. So there is this mystique. There is an adventure around it. So there's ways I think you can actually create your own Bluey experience here through the eyes of Ludo Studio. Pitch it to me. Why should we come here for school holidays? What things can we do? Over to you, Russ. Okay, well, I'm going to save the best bits all last. Let's see. So you should come to the Experience Centre, especially over the school holidays, because we have um, timed and structured activities uh, for kids to do. So you can learn how to make structures out of lollipop sticks. You can build your own balloon racer, but also you can hop on the VR. You can go in our mixed reality theatre, where groups of up to 20 or 30 people can travel through a virtual reality together. That's quite the experience. You can get hands-on. We've got a little, uh, we've got a, a little bit got a game on the wall where you can demolish the transit centre which was a building we demolished <laughs> bye bye transit centre um, you can check out the touch screens you're going to learn about history you're going to learn about science you're going to learn about geography you're going to learn about how cities work now how cities will work in the future but it's all free Free Excellent. with three exclamation marks, completely <laughs> free. So uh, the main reason you want to check out the Experience Centre is because you want to get yourself in here. You can spend a few hours in here. Families love it. It's completely free. It's a great little spot. It's a great little find. Now, I'm holding in my hand your winter school holiday fun brochure. You do need to book some activities, even though it's free, just to make sure that you can get in and do them. But a lot of them are also drop in. Do we book this via the website? Because I've got the pamphlet, la, na, 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 na. That's not going to help anyone else. We will share some info as well, but everything go via the website. Absolutely. If you, just, if you just Google Cross River Rail or even better Google Cross River Rail Experience Centre, then you'll get through to either our main website or the specialist website we have for the centre. You can book your activities there. Strongly encourage booking because we do get booked up for some of the more popular activities. Um, if you can't see uh, a free booking on the day that you're headed into town, come see us anyway. Uh, the staff here are fantastic. They'll help you out. They won't, they won't leave you disappointed. I have absolutely loved your walkthrough that you've done with myself and Justin, who's quietly behind the scenes today being sound guy Justin. Thank you so much for letting us come in and do it because we didn't even know this was happening. Um, we were really quite intrigued by, what do you mean I can walk through a tunnel when ABC Brisbane did a special walkthrough with you guys? So thank you for letting us come here on the one day it's not open so we can come and check out and play with all the stuff. Thank you again. It's been a pleasure. been a pleasure having you guys. And, uh, yeah, I hope as many of your listeners make it along and come, come give us a visit. Oh, I hope the train will be here soon, Rita. Me too, much. We'll be late for my long. Stand back from the platform! You've been listening to Bluey's Brisbane. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for at Bluey's Brisbane. It's a piece of poo! What? Yeah! I need poo! Right, that's it. Get off my face!